0: Hey, hey
1: everyone, this is Dan, the GM, bringing you episode 124 of What the Dice? And we are definitely trying to push for more ratings and reviews on all the major sites, Apple. Spotify, Podbean has a follow in a comment section. Like, if you are listening to this and you haven't given us a rating and a review, give us 30 seconds. Go do one. It would greatly help push our show and help us fight those big old mean algorithm dragons. And if you are listening to us on YouTube, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button and comment because that does the same thing. Well, that's all the time I have for this intro, so I'm going to shut up and let you guys get on with this week's episode. Sit back, relax, and enjoy episode 124 of What The Dice. We look around the campsite and the storyteller's hand still have the book open his smile slowly fades as he looks down at the book well well me friends it seems as if the adventurers quiet little ride back to home ended with something a little bit more dangerous it seems as if the bone god has found them once again and has decided to make a point to prove how strong He really is. As they plummet into the deep blue sea, they are saved by a set of koi. Large koi that have been befriended by the adventurers. Well, now they are in a strange area known as the Miranda and filled the room that slowly made them fall asleep. Sit back, relax, and hear me tale. In the last episode, you guys finally got done at the Godsfell, and you were on your safe little ways back to the Holy City on the Ironwood? Was that what we called the uh, the carrier ship that was taking you?
0: Yeah, Ironwood sounds about right.
1: And during your travels, you guys had a chance to kind of, I guess, unpack everything that has been going on until you had a pleasant surprise from the bone god who decided that you have become too much of a thorn in his side and he decided to chop you down from sky level only for you all to be swallowed up by a giant fish and swam to safety
2: koi friends
1: after being spat out in this strange underground area A strange pink mist filled the air, and you all passed out. As you guys are all asleep, the air around you is still and calm. You can hear bugs and night birds. You can hear a gentle breeze running through the forest. You all wake up in a field of short grass in a plains that seems to go and stretch on forever. Behind you is a, not dense forest, but a pretty well wooded forest. Kalila, you recognize this area. You've been here a couple of times before.
2: upon waking up of uh, my familiar forest that for me was always the dream forest Kalila's gonna have a very like oh I know where I am ears up eyes wide and then all of a sudden it's gonna go ears back very confused as he wait defibulous and then Faye is she's surprised to see them I mean that's still my name well uh, remember how we talked a couple of times about us having dreams and how I talked to my god defibulus doesn't have gods
0: yeah. this is my my dream field so you're saying we're all in your dream then
2: or something that looks exactly like my dream that my goddess talks to me at she looks around for her goddess, like, wait, where is she?
0: Deafiril's gonna look around and think. Well, it's a lot better than the last dream I had. I mean, there's not weird tentacles going places, but I don't have a spray bottle either.
2: You had tentacles?
0: Yeah, there were tentacles destroying the holy city, trying to go after that one person. It was really weird. You have aggressive dreams. Well, in my dream, I was just stuck in it.
2: Huh. You should go look up to the sky and see if the sky is the same. You know, look around and see if everything's the same kind of idea.
1: The sky looks different. You don't see the stars. You look up and you almost see a map that is stretched out across the sky, bent as if it was superimposed over the stars... And you see areas that are pulsing with red, and you see areas that have faded to a black. And you also notice that the, the sounds, the crickets, the birds, the wind, it doesn't sound right. It's something, something is wrong, something is different.
2: Okay, well, that's new as she points up to the sky, going, Normally I see stars, and then there's a black blob that kind of represents the bone god that are eating stars. It's normally not a map. And there's no bugs. So it's different. Maybe because you guys are
0: here? Maybe? Are yeah, we sure we're in a dream? I mean,. This is weird, but it doesn't feel dreamy, I guess. Is that a word? I was just going to pinch yourself, tug on a fur.
1: (laughs) As Defibulous makes the comment of, it doesn't feel like a dream, there's a slight rumble sound. And off in the distance, a table made of wood slowly comes into view, as if it is being pulled across the ground by nothing. And it's ta- it slowly takes form. And Defibulus, you would recognize this strange table as the one that you fought the strange tentacle monsters with.
0: Oh boy. I'd be ready for some tentacles. I recognize that table.
2: I don't know how to interpret that, but alright. I did
3: not sign up for tentacles.
2: You know, you never signed up for a lot of things, but you kind of did when uh, you agreed to join the Alpha Team. Welcome to the team.
0: We do the Nobody
2: said anything about tentacles. Well, or gods, or being swiped out of the sky, or robot rats, or no, a no, lot of things. No, I was warned about
0: gods. Or, or, or leeches that cause el- uh, weird acid trips.
2: Yeah, you're the only one who experienced that. But I mean, great. all right, so we need to talk to uh, Nicodemus about his warning labels. Got it.
3: Man, y'all are a walking warning label.
2: Yeah, well, you are too now. You're part of the group. Yep. Something, something, something. Get used to it.
0: Koala just
3: shrugs.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let's go see what's on the table. Don't, last time I was there, was the holy city being attacked by tentacles.
2: Does the whiskey affect you and your dreams? Is the alcohol
3: helping? I, I don't even know anymore. Well, let's I'll go let's... check out your tentacle table phase, confused and resigned and a little nervous as to running into another deity in someone else's dream.
2: If Kalilah picks up on that, she's just going to walk behind her, gently push, put both her paws on her shoulders and push her towards the table going, come on.
1: As you walk towards the table, the Fibulous, yeah, this is definitely the table you walked up to. It stands up to just about your chest, you can see across it. You see the inlaid wood of markers and what would be exactly what you remember, but it is shifted and changed and it's more like the world map you remember. You see the holy city as a small little icon that is standing tall and it looks like it's a handmade piece. As you look around, you see little pieces that represent armies that are moving almost like a shimmy as they are engaging in war. And you see areas that are burned out. And as you stand there, three chairs slowly form from the ground and are off to the side of you. Not behind you, but off to the side enough to where you could put it to where you want to sit. And they are. One is made from gears and springs, one is made from ivy and roots, and one is made of books stacked neatly.
2: Well that's not obvious. Also, are those moving?
0: Yeah, I forgot to tell you that stuff on the table moves. It's well, how do if you touch it? Um Sometimes they talk. Really? Yeah.
2: I'm gonna look around, see if she recognizes any of the pieces. Like a Sir Reginald piece or...
1: They're piece more of piece? like... They they look more like really tiny artist render models. Like the little like wooden sticks figures. Mm-hmm. Not stick figures. Artist body figure like things. Like
2: chess pieces that are kind of humanoid. Yes.
1: Yes. There, There's not really any indication. You do see ones are black, some are white with like bone markings. One are white, uh, there are some that are like red. So, the so there is indication of different armies, but it doesn't really give you an indication of what armies or who or who.
2: Well, Kalila's gonna ignore her chair and pay attention to the table for a little bit. She goes, Hey, Faye. Hmm. Do you think these different colors represent different armies? How much do you know about whoever's colors? You know how different kingdoms have different army colors or different flag colors?
3: Well, I would say there's at least two armies down there. Um, Who do you think that might be? be? I don't know. GM, can I roll for it?
1: Uh, You can roll an intelligence check to see if you can... Like place flag color to kingdoms.
2: Or it could be knowledge local knowledge.
1: It eh, Yeah, it could be no- lo- knowledge. It'll be knowledge local if she has it. If not, it could be a straight end roll.
3: I have knowledge local. Let's see what I get on that one.
1: Can I assist her with that? Sure.
3: Dirty 20 on mine. 29. Yeah,
0: 29.
1: So, Faye, you stare at them, and you start to, like, stare, and you're like, okay, you know, this one's more of a yellow than more of a a, uh, orange, so this is probably one of these four kingdoms. So you're able to kind of suss out the, you know, maybe these are these four kingdoms, these are these four kingdoms. You've determined white is probably the paladin order. Um, You definitely see some that are... uh, There's like a gold hue to it where they almost look like they're made from gold. You kind of determine that, that probably the holy city is the gold. Because you see a lot of white mixed in with that gold army. So there's definitely a mix of different armies. And some of them are fighting in tandem against things that are black or things that have... Things that look like they are made from old, worn bone.
3: Can I look very carefully at the paladin set?
1: Okay. What are you looking for?
3: Anyone I might recognize.
1: So, they're not modeled after anyone. It's more like... They kind of look like pawn pieces, or they're just humanoid-shaped. So there's no distinguishing features. It's like if you carved the the silhouette of a human and then just dipped it in a color.
3: Okay. Are they winning?
1: It's hard to say. There's a lot of losses, but you notice that as armies that are black get taken out pieces that are shaped like or in that color of the old bone rise up.
3: I'm going to very hopefully pick up and set on their feet anything in the paladin order or a local kingdom. Any of their fallen figures. And maybe knock down a few of the, the bone figures.
1: As you start to reach out Two chairs slowly form. One is tall and statuesque, and is glowing with multiple colors and has this ombre look to it. The other one is a solid black with gray accenting. And then you feel the presence of something massive, and you see this massive silhouette that sparks with green energy and strange lines that flow through it, giving it just enough shape to where you can tell that it is a large, bestial creature. And then a mask slowly forms in front of the black chair.
0: I'm
2: assuming we all see that.
1: Yep.
0: Well, that's new
2: that that, like, dragon figure you talked about in your dreams?
0: Mm, you be determined.
1: As you two are talking, the mask slowly starts to hover up, and then you see a, a tall, statuesque man dressed in something that we would akin to as a tailored cut, pinstripe black and dark gray suit. He is leaning back in his throne and his fingers are up in a pyramid and he is clearly looking at you. After a moment, a swarm of butterflies swirl around the other chair and Desna slowly appears in her throne, greeting you with a tired but warm smile.
2: Violet looks quite excited, at least to see hers, because she recognizes the butterflies. But then her ears kind of droop a little bit, seeing that she looks tired.
0: Someone you
1: know?
2: Just, that's Desna.
0: Oh, hi.
1: She gives a, a bow. Faye Norberger looks at you and he goes, no, no. no no touching the pawns when they're in play. Please,
2: sit. Lila's gonna lean over to Faye, and even though she knows the gods are gonna hear her go, he's kinda
3: stern. You would be too if you were the reaper of reputation. Reputation? Faye apologizes and sits in her chair.
1: He nods and he goes, You three have been quite busy. And it seems as if... he stops as Desna kind of clears her throat and he nods and he goes... I apologize. I
4: am Norberger. I am a father of shadows. I help and guide here, in what she should do. It is not often I meet others of the other gods' followers, and ones that believe that no god exists, though their reputation for destruction precedes them. Thanks. Please, sit. There is unfortunately much to discuss, and much that must be revealed. I am sure you have many questions, some of which I may be able to answer, others of which I cannot.
2: Okay, right off the gate, as Kalila's getting her chair, she goes, I just want to make sure we're not dead, and this is a dream.
1: Desna chuckles, and she's like, "Kalila, if you were dead you would be coming with me to the eternal hunt. I don't, this it, is. This
2: could have been like the, the, the beginning stages of your dead. I don't know. She sets her chair down.
1: She's like, no, you are quite safe. In fact, we were able to connect with you as you were falling asleep. You are in a strange place. You were in a, t- a, a place that it seems time has forgotten. And it seems as if the only reason we were able to find you was because of tasks you have done prior. The Koi. She nods.
2: I'll nod, sit in her chair. She goes, is this who you meant you had friends in dark places? Cause I thought you meant Faye.
1: She smiles and she goes, Well, though Fae is a friendly creature when she chooses to be, I would not call many mortals friends. I have followers, I have clerics, and I have those who I confide to as my priests. And though Norberger is of the darkness, he is not the friend in which I spoke. That friend still chooses not to show themselves.
2: He nods. Is the fabulous sitting yet, or is he still standing there?
0: Uh, he's standing for the moment before he finally sits down.
2: Okay, I was about to say, because
3: otherwise she's going to elbow him. <laughs> Faye is kind of pulled in on herself, not looking at anybody, looking at her slightly green fingernails.
1: Norberger waves his hand across the table and it sparks, all the lining in it sparks green for a moment and then it changes to a map. A map that is showing water movement and you could almost swear you could hear the sounds of the ocean. Now you all have been on quite
4: an adventure dealing with the minions of our common foe and we feel as if it is time for you to know what is going on or at least show you what we can without directly
1: influencing things. He shows different areas of the map where strange darkness is creeping from mountain edges and deep forests and is crawling across, and you see and hear the sounds of war and weapons clashing.
4: Though you have been successful in getting a gambit of items, a skull, a scepter of flames, and a pearl that seems to have the ability to control the wind. Our enemy has his darkness pushing through the land and is challenging all that stand against him. Many of us, us, have called upon our clerics, our priests, our holy warriors to stand fast and to fight. And unfortunately, as we strike down the armies, they are able to, maybe not at once, maybe not within the same fight, but we see them again. Seems as if our enemy has found a loophole in the cause of life and death. He has decided to rewrite the tapestry of fate, so to speak.
2: Kalila's just gonna look at Defibulous hearing that. What? Nothing. Absolutely
3: nothing. Okay. Looks disconcerting.
1: Norberger turns his attention from you all to the map, and you see a spiral of black clouds slowly dissipating. And he looks at all of you, And he begins to reach into the map, and you can see the waters start to splash as he reaches in. And he pulls something out, but it is small, and you really can't see what it is. And he looks at you all, and he goes, Now,
4: the Bone God has many ways that he lures in followers. Some by the blessing of eternal life. Others by the blessing of eternal war. Others by just making them enjoy the finer things and life and being in gluttonous with all that they can do.
1: His head and mask slowly turn to Faye.
4: And then there are others that are attracted to his knowledge and acquire weapons that, though seem powerful at first, slowly begin to
1: absorb their soul. He opens his hand out and you see the bone knife start to slowly float in his hand.
3: Faye just kind of shrinks it on herself and wilts a
1: little.
4: You were wise in destroying the book, but the blade itself carried the curse. I know that we exist to hide knowledge that needs to be hidden, but you must understand that there are some things, that the only way they can be hidden is for them to be
1: destroyed. He looks over at Kalilah, Defibulous, and then back at Fang.
4: I'm assuming you all
1: understand
4: the ramifications of using the enemy's weapon.
2: Kalilah's just gonna nod. Yep little little, with the, like, more fearful of, like, I know how to talk to my goddess. I don't know how to talk to him. And he's intimidating.
1: He wilts a little bit more. He chuckles to himself and Desna looks over at him and ch- kind of steps in. Though Norberger is very right in saying it is dangerous to use his weapons, we are proud that you did throw it out and you didn't actually succumb to the curse itself. As we were watching, we were able to find out more about it, and if this blade would have shattered, you would have been dealing with a construct of the Bone God, and if that construct would have won it would have claimed your soul
2: by the way Kalila's tail is just slowly creeped over to Faye and is just like doing the friend brushing of the leg like it's okay no no it's not okay well she's trying to cover you without directly comforting you secretly do sleek secret comforts with a tail swipe
1: Norberger closes his hand on the blade and it begins to glow a sickly green, and then it starts to extend and grow a little further to a one to two-handed short sword, and it is boned but twisted into a metal with a black and red blade, and he sets it in front of Faye. Leaning in, she can see the reflections of her face on his mask. fit
4: you did well by getting rid of it. And as a gift, I say we use the knowledge that we've acquired to, shall we say, perverse the Bone
1: God's minion. He smiles as he, well, you wouldn't know, but... He places the blade in front of you.
4: Let us say that this blade is blessed. And if your faith stays true and you strike well, you will see the gift that it
1: contains. Setting the blade down in front of her, he slowly sits back and sits in his chair.
2: The way if Faye is hesitant and is still stoically frozen, is gonna have that little nudge and then that, the, the tiniest like eye look from her to like quickly to the sword with that slight little head nod like, gone.
3: One hand creeps forward to touch the handle.
1: As you touch the handle, it feels featherweight in your hand, and it feels like an extension of you. As Norberger settles back in his chair, Desna shakes her head with a a slight chuckle and looks at Defibulus and Kalilah, letting Faye have the time she needs to cope with what has just happened. Is there anything that I can answer for you?
2: Is Clyde still alive?
1: Yes. Clyde is very much alive and is doing his part. And his goddess has told me she is doing everything she can to protect him and his battalion.
2: Is the Bone Goddess causing as much wake and destruction as the Bone God?
1: In a sense, she is, but in a sense, she's not. It's hard to say because we can't find her. She has always been the more coy of the two. She, like Faye here, it's always been one to be quiet and hide in the lore and the knowledge and in the histories more than be the like the bone god, forthright and loud and boisterous.
2: Has the giant black green sparky image done anything other than sit there?
1: It has sat there. Um every now and then it will like shift like it's getting itself re comfortable and it's massive it's so it looks like it is probably sitting and it is still probably 15 to 18 feet tall
2: Kalila's is probably gonna have a moment of silence and kind of occasionally she's keeping her eyes mostly on her goddess but there's still that whole eye glance to it eye glance to it back to her and eventually she's just going to be like, okay, I can't. Who's that? And she just points to the giant figure.
1: Desna looks towards the large silhouette and then looks over at Norberger, who gives a slight shrug, and Desna goes, as much as mortals think, gods are not all-knowing. This shadow creature has recently been making itself seen in the realms of the gods. We we don't know where he, she, they come from. They just appeared one day. About the time she opens her hand to kind of signal towards Defibulous, about the time Fibulus's family came to power.
2: Well, I was going to look at uh, Defibulus.
0: Now, when you say came to power, you mean when we started research- researching into the dragon gun? Or when my brother started churning out garbage-based weaponry and ammunition in the attempt to make himself feel better?
1: About the time your great, great grandfather first started looking into weapons of mythology, weapons that were long forgotten, weapons of power. Though your family has evolved past the greed he had for want of power due to his size, your family's power seemed to start to form this strange shadow. It was small at first, and over the years has been growing, but only recently did it start to produce this strange green energy.
0: Can DeFibula study it and see if he can identify what he thinks it is?
1: Uh, you can roll a perception.
0: 37.
1: With the 37, you study it and it moves and you're like, okay, it's definitely not a giant, okay, it's not humanoid per se, but it's large and bulky. So you've determined it is either some kind of mythical beast that you've never seen, some form of phoenix, or some kind of dragon, something in that large mythical, like, doesn't really exist scale. Well, dragons exist, but you know what I mean. Like something that is either rarely seen or something that is mythical in nature.
0: So Feebo's kind of looks at it, squints a bit, tilts his head, I'm like, I wonder if this has anything with something I'm supposed to remember. Or not something, but someone.
2: Remind me as the player, did DeFibulus tell Kalilah about that or not?
0: I think so. Not 100% certain at this point.
2: Okay, then I won't say anything.
0: Does it react to what DeFibulus has said to it?
1: It's just, you feel like it has been staring at you. Like, has not looked away from you and it is just that, like, like, you know how you can feel when something is staring at you? Like, you have that, the hair on the back of your head, back of your neck stick up, and it's that, like, all your senses are, like, danger, Will Robinson, danger. I your your brain's giving you the danger, Devipulus, danger.
0: You just kind of continue staring at it, and looking at it, like,
2: hmm. Oh, Kalila's gonna look back at her goddess. No, Kalila's got nothing. He is gonna look at Faye and see how Faye's doing.
3: Faye's just kind of holding the weapon. A lot of stuff is just kind of jumbled around in her head. Just because my 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 wonderful Kalila is still
2: young and adorable at times, she's just gonna actually like reach out and kind of
3: paw at Faye. You okay? Faye just kind of gives that nod that says, Yes, she's she's not okay.
2: (laughs) Yes, she's not okay. So the lying nod of, "Uh Uh-huh, yeah, totally. She goes, Yeah, that one. Yeah, that one. You you know, if he was mad at you, he wouldn't have given
3: you a sword. For the record, my goddess hasn't given me a sword. No, I don't... I think he was mad at me. I'm um, realizing how close I came to something you can't come back
2: from. Put a paw on her shoulder. She goes, That's what you got us for, though. We helped. You might follow whatever he does, but we're in it together.
1: Norberger slowly stands, and his chair just slowly just disappears, and he gives him Dodd and he goes, Sometimes the greatest
4: secret of a spymaster and a rogue are the friends they keep. They may not seem like they are always the most trustworthy, and sometimes they are the not the most...
1: He looks right towards Dephibulus. Stealthy when it comes to what they do.
0: Nope, definitely not. Clyde was worse. Know, is agreeing with it, going. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. This is just me, Kalila and Defibulus being the obnoxious ones and in t- interrupting a god because that's what we would do.
1: He looks back towards Fanny. He goes. But your friends are always going to have your back, and
4: keeping them in the loop is like keeping a client in the loop, or keeping your ally in the loop. You cannot complete a mission by yourself especially at this size. You are not just a sword in this. You are on a holy war. You are on the front lines and in the shadows in a war much bigger than any mortal has dealt with before. Or will deal with You have not failed. You have acquired new information, and now you
1: must adapt. He turns, placing his hand on the table. The map slowly fades and returns back to what you saw when you first arrived. I have things to deal with in the shadows. Use the blade well. He slowly starts to walk away, and... It's the black fades off, then the stripes, then the mask slowly fades. Desna slowly stands and walks up and places her hand on Faye. It is okay to stumble, and it's okay not to know what happens next. Kalila lives by her instincts. Defidulus lives by his trigger. You just need to know what you live by.
3: Well, until now, it had been secrets. I was like, I'll help keep your secrets.
0: And what you can't hide, I can blow up. So there.
1: Desna nods and she goes, but if the world is gone, there will be no secrets. So view this as the best secret you'll have to keep. She lightly places her hand on your shoulder again and looks towards Kalila. You're doing well. You have made some very interesting friends.
2: Kale's just gonna wag with her ears up. I'm still not ready to tap out. Although those rats were weird.
1: She nods and she goes, they were not what I expected to see in Godspell, but you handled them like a skilled hunter would.
2: Smile and your tail will wag again.
1: She starts to walk and then she stops and she goes, before I go, anything you need to ask of me? Any of you?
2: no Talila's just gonna remember the promise of her protecting her village while she's gone so she's not gonna say anything I'm, yeah, I'm good
0: nope nothing comes to mind at the moment
2: can you make a Nicodemus give me magic chalk
0: oh that now that was a good idea just laughs, smiles laughs. She,
1: goes, she smiles and she goes if Nicodemus ever listened to me, I would ask him. But Nicodemus... Nicodemus has chosen his own path. And every god that has ever approached him in his existence has been dismissed.
2: That doesn't surprise me.
1: He is one of the most interesting religious and historic scholars the gods have ever seen. He has found his own Path in life, and it doesn't matter if there's an ocean or a mountain, but he finds his way across it.
0: Morse
2: sends us. Morse sends us.
1: She smiles and she goes. That is something he will have to tell you what you are. She nods and she slowly opens her arms and. She slowly shifts into a small cloud of butterflies and slowly flutters away. Hey, Kalilah. Hmm.
0: Here's a dumb question for you. What? So when she turns into a butterfly, what happens if a bird swoops down and takes one of the butterflies?
2: I would assume that's the same thing as me plucking a hair out of your head.
0: What happens if a lot of birds do it, though?
2: You'll have to ask her next time. Meh. Or next time I see her, I'll ask her for you.
0: Yeah, you do that.
2: And now that all the gods are... What about the weird, blobby, beastie figure? Is he still there?
1: No, he is gone.
2: When did he disappear? You don't know. And she looks at Defibulus with that question. Oh, dreams.
0: Hey, wait, why are you looking at me? I'm on in charge of him.
2: Well, clearly Desna's with me. Norberg's with her. By the way, your god is creepy, and that guy has to be tied to you. Certainly not Iomade.
0: Why is he gotta be tied to me? Cause you're the other person here. But maybe he's just someone who came to listen to the chat.
2: You still don't believe in gods, do you?
0: Nope.
2: Ah, uh, Lila's gonna face palm.
1: As you facepalm, you hear echoing from all around Norberger's voice. It's time to wake
2: up. She looks at Faye with this, what? Because it's his, her, like, that was creepy.
1: As you look to Faye, there is a instant where you see everything just blur away, and you are sitting in that room and you were seeing that pink mist falling to the ground and dispersing. You were asleep for micro seconds, like your eyes had closed just for that quick moment. And you are now back in this strange, wet cave.
2: Kalilah's gonna wake up floofed, full floofed, full cat floofed.
0: <laughs> that was a nice nap
2: yeah it, like her tail all the, the fur that's not covered by armor is full fluffed that you can tell there might even be some like sticking through little like the cracks of the armor
0: hey Kalaya you're floofing again
3: grabs her tail and tries to like smush it down Faye just kind of stares at the ceiling for a while processing
2: I was going to give her a good couple of quiet minutes. And then just fluff tail right to the face.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, where are we at now? Somewhere strange and forgotten. She looks around. So, most of the places we end up going.
2: Yeah. Well, no, I think this is the first forgotten. Well, no, wait, there was the temple. And the curse. All right, yeah, no, you got a point. Told you. She's going to look around the room, see if it says anything.
1: As you're looking around the room, you hear a chime that. And then a voice comes over a crackled speaker. Welcome to the Miranda. This underwater facility is for both pleasure and scientific discovery. Your fee of yen has been accepted, and your rooms will be prepared for you. Please wait here while your attendant is reached. There's another... And that is where we end this week's episode. Well, 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 my friends. It seems as if the adventurers have found themselves in an area that not only has time forgotten, but it seems as if the gods themselves have forgotten. Something strange, deep under the ocean. Something known as the Miranda. Well, let us hope that they can find their way back the holy city and seek vengeance on this strange bone god who has decided to give them a watery grave and until next time me friends may the dice gods bless your every role We here at What the Dice would like to thank Paizo for creating Pathfinder, Epidemic Sound for our music, as well as Sirenscape for our sound effects. If you would like to reach out to us, you can do so on Facebook at What the Dice Pod, Twitter at What the Dice Pod, and of course email what the dice pod at gmail.com. And if you liked our little adventure, please share us with your friends and rate and review us.